Hey gang, welcome to this special episode of The Stench of Adventure where we go on a very different kind of adventure. This is going to be a tabletop RPG special episode where we play De-Escalation. With me today are Grace Griego, say hi. Hello. E.K. Brickner, say hi. Uh. That wasn't hi, but close enough. And Claire Yordy, say hi. Hello there. And me, Alex Kingsley. Say hi. Hi. Thank you yeah. for that. I was going to I was going to miss that. <laughs> um I also almost forgot my own name. I just got so excited <laughs> about introducing the rest of you that I was like, "Who am I?" Uh so Deescalation is one of the first Strong Branch games to have been released. If you like what you hear here today, you can download it on alexquest.itch.io and it is a fantasy TTRPG that is a bit like D&D but you can't use violence. The players will be playing as characters in the City Watch in the Metropolis who try to fight crime and bring peace to the world, except they can't hit anyone. So let's hear about the characters that they're going to be playing. Grace, why don't you introduce yourself and your character? Hi, I'm Grace. I play Stella Thomas in the podcast, but today I'll be playing Pippin Poldo, He's a gay elf sex worker. Um, a little bit about him. He's currently mute, but he's very friendly and he likes talking to people and he's very good at body language. So it's not really a problem that he has a lack of conventional communication skills. He's just a friendly, sexy, sexy lad. And that's Pippin. All right, EK, tell us who you plan. Uh, well, first I should talk about myself. Oh, uh, yeah, do that. Do that first. That's do true. That first. Um, I'm EK. I, um, I play a bunch of various characters in The Stench of Adventure, and I make art for it sometimes. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I am playing Frogman Brumblecrust. Um, he is a frog lawyer who is not dead. Um, yeah, he once got hit by a bus, a train, and lightning. Which, at the same time? At the same time, which is Whoa. why he realized oh that he God. should probably change his ways and stop being a prosecutor. But specifically yeah. an arbitration <laughs> prosecutor. And was it being an arbitration prosecutor that put, I'm sorry, was it Frog Bumblesnuck? Frog... Excuse me, it's Frogman <laughs> Brumblecrust. Frogman, I'm sorry, Frogman Brumblecrust. Um, was it being a lawyer that put Frogman Brumblecrust in the way of a train of bus and lightning? Um, well, I mean, he did use his legal skills to survive uh, that experience, but I think, like, in a cosmic way, if he were a better person, he wouldn't have been in that situation. How did he lawyer his way out of that? He threatened to sue. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Did he threaten to sue the railroad company, the bus company, or the sky? The train, the lightning, and the bus, specifically. Okay, all of them individually. Yeah. Damn. That's effective. That's effective. You know what that reminds me of? Mm. Uh, I'm going to tell a little story. So for those of you who are not aware, I am currently living in Spain. And one of the first things that they tell you when you when you get off the plane in Spain, this is like one of the first first lessons that you learn is about Gaudi, one of the most famous Spanish 
architects and how he died. Do you know how Gaudi died? No. Please tell us. He was walking from his favorite church to his other favorite church. He really liked he really liked churches. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And he walked into the street and there was a tram that was about to hit him. And he was like, oh shit, this tram is about to hit me. So he stepped out of the way of the tram, right into the way of another tram. Ripped a Gaudi. And because he was and because he was such a mess, like he was just like um just like a nasty guy when oh. the when the uh, paramedics came to get him, they weren't like, oh my God, it's world famous architect Gaudi. They were like, oh my God, who's this freak? <gasps> and they like <laughs> didn't, they didn't know who he was. So they didn't know like what to do with him. Um, what they do so with they the brought body? Him to a, they, well, he was still alive. They brought oh, him shit. to, they brought him to this hospital and then his son-in-law something came up and was like, don't you know who this is? This is Gaudi. And I forgot the hospital I was like, oh shit, we didn't know that. And then his son-in-law was like, Gaudi, don't you want to go to a fancy hospital? And he was like, no, let me die with the people. And then oh. he died. And I've been to the room where he died because that's now a library. Whoa. Oh, very suspicious, Oh Alex. my goodness. Are you implying that I killed Gaudi myself? Who was behind I the mean... tram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was driving the tram. Yeah, I'll never tell. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> how did I? How did I even know this story? Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, you'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> I said I don't like your art style. Bam. <laughs> Is Gaudi the one with the really strange-looking church? Yes, the what that he's the one who makes everything he makes looks like a fish. That's what I think. This man loves churches and fish. This man loves two things. Jesus and aquatic life. You know what? Good for him. Yeah. And and that's why I said he needs to go. On top of (laughs) and under the water. Uh, All right. Little little non sequitur. Claire. (laughs) On that note, speaking of fish and getting hit by a tram, Claire, would you like to introduce yourself? And who you're playing. I would love to. Well, uh, when I was a child, I uh, got hit by a tram and I turned into a fish and I have secret fish powers. Um, <laughs> that would be Whoa. a great character. That I'm would be lie. a great character. Unfortunately, not the character I'm playing. But hello, uh, I am Claire. I am the public relations manager for Strong Branch Productions. I do a bunch of stuff and you've probably seen me seen me posting on Twitter. Follow us at Strong Branch Pro. Hey, uh, today I will be playing a vampire lumberjack named Twig Von Tree Stump. Uh, <gasps> so uh, Twig uh, grew up uh, with their uh, funky little vampire family, but they uh, didn't actually really like being a vampire. So they decided to go into the woods and live their dream of being a lumberjack. Uh, as they are a vampire, they are very dramatic, and they have lots of friends. Those friends are just trees, and that's okay. That's valid. Do they cut down their friends? Isn't that what being a lumberjack yeah, yeah, yeah. is? Wait, wait a second. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I thought. <laughs> I've thought this through. They they only like take what they need. Like they have an agreement <laughs> with the forest. You know, like 
there's mm-hmm. an understanding there and like they it's it's a circle of life uh so is it like feel. awkward when they have to cut down a tree and they're like listen buddy and they kind of like put a hand on the tree and the tree's like no 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 please and they're like it's it's your time i'm sorry it's it's a it's a little traumatic for poor twig twig tends to need like a cup of tea and like to go back to their uh cabin and relax a little bit after it it's it's not a fun time but I, I have a question. Yes. I have a question. And if it's Twig is a vampire that left their vampire ways, what do they eat? They, um, okay, another uh, another circle of life thing. They, they because they need blood, they kind of got to feed off, like, some of the animals around right. them yeah, in the yeah. forest. But, again, like, circle of life. They they take what they need. They, you know what they do? They take space and make space. They Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Good for Twig. Good for Twig. Good for Twig. Um, it's it's giving me a little bit of uh, a Twilight vibes. The yeah. whole vegetarian vampire thing. I really thought you were gonna say you eat the tree sap from the trees, like you just munch down. <laughs> Only on special occasions. <laughs> As a tree for, for yes. a special little snack. Yeah, exactly. Mm, tree sap, delicious. Right. I will now introduce the adventure itself. So. Woo beforehand i asked the gang what kind of adventure they wanted to play and the suggestions i got were film noir with a cowboy which is you know a fun challenge for me as the creator of the adventure so you all can tell me how i did but with that in mind let's let's see what's happening you ready yeah i have never been more ready for anything in my life I've never been ready for anything in my life. (laughs) Fantastic. That's what I like to hear. When I say, are you ready? I hope the answer is no. (laughs) I hope you say I'm shivering. I thought you were going to say shitting. (laughs) I hope you say I I am shitting my pants. I am so not ready. (laughs) Good. I hope hope you're sitting in a pile of shit. Because here we go. Okay. All right. So just imagine kind of get into like film noir vibes where black and white right now, you can hear the like film projector going, you know, and you're hearing that kind of like grainy, smooth jazz in the background. And we're just kind of panning over this city in the vibes of like New York, except it's a fantasy world. We're looking at like horses and carriages and like a guy getting mugged with that with a sword and but but all in this kind of film noir vibe and the narrator the narrator saying this the metropolis is a filthy city crime rats rats that commit crimes you name it the squalid little urban nightmare has got it and there you are right in the middle Your job is to clean up this dirty town through the power of asking nicely. You're in your office. It's actually an office only meant for one detective, but you all share it because of budget cuts. It was really hard to fit four desks in there, so Pippin just gets a really tiny desk under twigs. You couldn't eat your Ford fedoras to hide your face in menacing shadow, so you all had to scrounge up your own hats. It's a normal Tuesday night for the City Watch. What are you doing? Also, what hat are you wearing? 
That gave me chills. <laughs> that really, that really Good. put me in, Good. in it. If you weren't shitting your pants before, I hope you aren't now. I'm oh, I actively am. trying. <laughs> I'm pushing really hard. <laughs> I'm attempting. Uh, all right. Uh, let's let's hear from Pippin. What's what are you doing, and what hat are you wearing? So I'm sitting at my tiny little desk underneath Twig, and. I'm brushing my long, beautiful hair. It's one of my favorite activities. Always calms me down. And on top of my head is a little... What's the type of hat from Meet the Robinsons? Do you know that? Um, oh, the, a bowler hat! I can't believe I know hat. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? That's where I learned the word bowler hat. Yeah, me too. So that's what, it, that's what sits atop my little head. All right. I can see it. What color is Pippin's hair? Purple. Purple? Is it purple naturally or does he dye it? Uh, he dyes it, but he'll tell you it's natural. Ooh. <laughs> Sneaky of him. All right. So we got Pippin underneath the desk, uh, just combing that long, beautiful purple hair with a little. How big is the bowler hat? Uh, too small for his head, but don't tell him that. <laughs> So he thinks it's the right size, but it's not. It's definitely not. It looks like it was meant for a child, but he put on his head. But he doesn't know. He, he doesn't, doesn't know. know. All right. Great. And Frogman Brumblebutt. Uh, Brumblebutt? Excuse me. Excuse me. What? What My name it? is Frogman Brumblecrust. You Frog- keep massacring his name. How dare you? I'm so you? sorry. Okay. Frogman Bumblecrust. Brumble. What, are, what? What did I? Yeah, isn't that what I said? You said bumble like a bumblebee. Or like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Frogman Brumblecrust. I don't know why this is so hard. For <laughs> it's actually kind of difficult to say getting that first R thank, there. Thank you. Brumble. Thank you. Yeah. There's It's it's too many R's, if I may say so. Okay. Um. What are you doing? And what hat are you wearing? Um, well, Frogman Brumblecrust, uh, is not actually wearing a hat. Um, he found a wig on the ground, a pompadour <gasps> wig specifically. Oh my god. Uh, so he's been wearing that. Uh, he's naturally bald because he is a frog. Um, so it's very jarring to see a frog with a beautiful head of hair and it, um, it makes any legal battles very, I know, it, Im- it improves his defenses because they're also put off by his beautiful head of hair. Ah, so, so he's been wearing this this wig for quite some time. Uh, yeah, he refuses to acknowledge that it's a wig. But Does everyone, everyone know it's a wig? Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> everyone says frogs can't grow hair. And he says, I'm different. I got struck by lightning. I'm built yeah. different. <laughs> um, I don't yet know how Frogman speaks, but that was my headcanon. Okay. Uh, you have a headcanon for him? Already, yeah. Oh my god. Um, I'll, sh- I'll share all my headcanons at the end. Please do. <laughs> and what is Frogman doing? Frogman is looking out the window forlornly, and he's saying something to the effect of, this city 
The city's gone down the gutter. I wish I could sue it back into being good, but I can't. Because I gave up the law life long ago after I got hit by a truck. <laughs> no, a, uh, <laughs> a bus, a train, and lightning simultaneously. He says this as though everyone in the room didn't already know that. <laughs> um, I have a question, and it's, did Frogman, uh, forget his own backstory, or was just the, was that just you as the player? Or did Frogman in canon go, a truck, wait, no, <laughs> wait, not a truck? Well, it's interesting, you would think if someone were hit by a bus, a train, and a lightning, they wouldn't forget it. Why is it that he did? Hmm. Fascinating. What if he's lying? <laughs> it wasn't a bus. It was a truck. It was a Vespa. It was yeah. a Vespa. But, but he just doesn't want to admit that he's European. <laughs> it's his greatest shame. Uh, though I, the, the, the wig may be, uh, the pompadour wig may be a little clue. Claire, would you please tell us what Trig Von Trista? That one I got right, right? It's uh, twig, tw- isn't it? Twig. What I, I say trig? You trig, said trig like, like, like trigonometry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing this. <laughs> twig Von Trista. What are they doing? What hat are they wearing? All right. Well, Twig is uh, kind of like hunched over their desk in a way that like from the outside would seem uh, really creepy. And they're like intensely focusing on something. But if you kind of zoom in and looked, uh, you would realize that uh, Twig is just making little friendship bracelets. But it's like uh, black and white string. So because they want it to fit in with like the noir. The uh, the, the dramatic (laughs) theme. And are these friendship bracelets for their fellow detectives or for the trees? They are uh, only only for the trees because Twig thinks that uh, friendship bracelets and the concept of giving someone a friendship bracelet like only applies to another tree. Like they don't understand that like friendship br- bracelets can be given to other people. How big are these friendship bracelets? Like, are they going to go around <laughs> the like stump? Friendship ropes. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Twig is like really hench, so like they they can do it. They've they've got this. This is like I an, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Is is Twig like buff? Oh, Twig is, is Twig buff. shredded. Twig is shredded. <laughs> I heard that Twig is ripped. Yeah, he is, <laughs> they, they are. Back. Yeah, they are ripped. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, uh, what th- that that begs the question because now I'm like, okay, how much of of Twig's muscles are showing? What is Twig wearing? I didn't ask this about anyone else. Feel free to tell me. Um, of course, I have my head cannons as I always do. But what is Twig wearing? They are. They've got like a very like nifty, uh, spiffy. Is that a word? Like a very just nice like detective suit on, but it's mm, yeah. uh, it's sleeveless, so it's like a tank top. Yes. So uh, (laughs) their muscles are on full display for the world to see. (laughs) And the hat. And the hat. What hat? The hat. They uh they kind of have an assortment. They they really like uh like weaving things. That's why they're doing the friendship bracelets. So they've got like 
a flower crown with uh, several like leaves piled on top of it. And they're kind of all <laughs> interwoven. Um, but they're all like kind of darker leaves and flowers because right. if anything, the aesthetic. They, yeah, they want to fit in with the vibe. The aesthetic, the yeah. aesthetic, of course. Of course. That's fair. Uh, I like, I like that. There's a little bit of like meta knowledge that only Twig has. The other two are just like, this is our life, and Twig is like, oh no, I know this is this is film noir. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> they're, they're aware. Yes. <laughs> Twig is looking directly through the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Powerful. All right. So, you all. Wait. Are all... Wait. Hold on. Do yes. y'all want to know what the others are wearing? Did you just assume? All right, all right, fine. If you would, yeah, I just, I just assumed you, that. You think Frogman Brumblecrust is naked? He wouldn't do that. <laughs> he wouldn't. So, do so that. I, I must admit, it would be a powerful move for Frogman Brumblecrust to walk in to a trial wearing nothing but a pompadour wig. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta admit that's a power move. That is how you win. <laughs> well, so originally I was going to say that he was wearing a um a really ratty suit that looks like it's like looking for a way to describe how ripped and shitty it looks. I thought it looks like it's been run over by a car a few times. That actually <laughs> kind of fits. <laughs> a little insensitive to Frogman <laughs> Brumblecrust, but okay. Uh, but now I think that he will only be wearing the top half of the suit. Oh. <laughs> Frussy out. You know what I'm imagining right now? Frussy <laughs> No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I, I took me a second. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, I'm imagining the frogs from Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> And now I have like Meet the Robinsons on the mind. That's a good so that's, movie. Uh, that's oh, yeah. the new theme of this campaign. Not, it's not yes, campaign. it's an adventure. We could make it a campaign, but right now it's just an adventure. Um. All right. So frissy out, <laughs> Frogman. Uh, and does anyone comment on the fact that Frogman is not wearing pants? Or is, is, um, is, would you no, say this is like, probably normal? It's like or, Winnie the Pooh, where you don't even notice that his whole ass. Oh, is there. I I notice. Okay, my For my yeah. whole my whole ch- <laughs> my whole childhood, I was like, Mom, why is Winnie the Pooh's ass out? <laughs> Cover him <laughs> up. <laughs> and my mom said, I don't know, but he's thick as fuck. <laughs> Your mother said that. I I wish I wish that was a true story from my childhood. <laughs> Your mom was like, no, I mean, yeah, my thick. My actual true story, Winnie the Pooh story from my childhood, is when we were watching Winnie the Pooh as a family, and Winnie the Pooh falls off a bridge, and <laughs> Juliet, my little sister, was convinced that Winnie the Pooh had died. <laughs> Winnie the no. Pooh fucking died. Oh no. <laughs> Sobbing. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh fucking dies. <laughs> and was no. sobbing. Because she really thought that that happened. Yeah, I know. Uh, spoiler alert for the Winnie the Pooh fandom out there. <laughs> for the entire Winnie the fandom. Pooh meets a tragic end when Piglet pushes him off the bridge. <gasps> Piglet? <gasps> Alex, you know what you gotta do. What do I have to you do? You gotta find that show or movie, whatever, and edit it so it feeds to the credits right after. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> and that's, so the, that's the end of Winnie the Pooh. So that's what Frogman Brumblecrust is wearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, All right, yes. great. Perfect. Thank you. Pippin, what are you wearing? Chainmail. And Ooh, nothing okay. else. Oh. Okay, Nothing King. underneath. Okay, <laughs> no underwear. Oof. No. Don't say anything. <laughs> He's very sensitive about He's it. He's sensitive about it. <laughs> Does he just like not have regular clothes? All he has is chainmail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all he wears. He likes the aesthetic. I don't know why I'm imagining chainmail with like a titty window. Yeah, no, that's yeah, it. Yeah. But that's that's what I'm seeing. That it's not like actual chainmail. It's more of like, okay, you know how there's like actual nurses' uniforms and then there's like sexy nurse uniforms for strippers. Yes. Mm-hmm. That it's like that, but for knights. I'm wearing a sexy <laughs> knight uniform. I that's like what I'm imagining. That does not have to be your canon. I just no, that's what I see. You've spoke it into existence. That's what. That's <laughs> but what's it's like on chainmail them. booty shorts. <laughs> booty shorts. <laughs> It's true. They say they say chivalrous across the ass. <laughs> Chainmail booty shorts. Oh no. Speaking of, head over to the Strong Branch Redbubble to get yourself some chival- chivalrous booty shorts. <laughs> chivalrous booty shorts. Oh shit. Yeah. Are we gonna? Ask we gotta make yep, the I mean, Redbubble now. Spoken into existence. How it's gotta exist. Yeah, there's a Redbubble now. Get ready. Get ready. You can buy. Um, you can buy a veed apron. <gasps> you can buy you can buy a quilt that says this Dilf loves Roblox. I, I I genuinely don't remember where it even came from, but it Your was spoken and sick, then we said twisted mind. Yes. <laughs> from the twisted mind of Alex King <laughs> comes comes this t-shirt. <laughs> but hark, what's this? It's almost midnight when she walks into your office. Now this dame, she was all legs. That's right, no torso, just a pair of legs. Walked into your office. What do you do? Does she have like a head on top of it or is it just a pair of legs? No, it's just a pair of legs. Whoa, mm. okay. Just, just some legs just walked in. <laughs> they just walked in. What do you do? I offer her an anklet, and because the um, the it, the friendship brace- bracelets I'm making are like so thick, it's like an ankle warmer. Because I think her like ankles might be cold, and I'm really concerned. Uh, so I'm like, uh, uh, hello there. Can I can I offer you a, a nice little brace, not bracelet, anklet that I wove with all the love in my heart. <laughs> Um, she she turns to you, but you know it's just it's just her legs. So mm-hmm. it's just legs turning to you, and she says, "Some somehow she speaks despite not having a head or face." Wow. And she says, "I don't have time to worry about my ankles right now. I have bigger issues to deal with." Frogman <gasps> interrupts. Uh, hey, can I um can I ask a question? Go ahead. Where is your mouth? 
<laughs> the silence. <laughs> the absolute silence. She says, well, that's exactly what I've come here to talk to you about. My mouth, along with the rest of my body, is oh. off gallivanting without me and just left my bottom half to to walk around the city without arms or a face or a torso or anything that sucks that's a that that yeah ah top crime i've seen it before top crime Um, I, I, as uh, the narrator, am asking to go into uh, film noir flashback mode because we hear Frogman say, top crime, I've seen it before. (laughs) Now let's go back a little and see where Frogman has seen top crime. Frogman is a little tadpole lawyer. Uh, He's swimming around the puddle. Um, It's a black and white puddle. Um, And he sees his mother hopping around a full-grown frog, when suddenly a big mafia boy walks over and he says, Hey, you, froggy, I'm, I'm gonna take your top. And, <gasps> and, shit. And of course, Frogman's mother, misinterpreting, says, I am the top in my relationship. <gasps> <laughs> to which the mafioso says, yeah. I know. And then he steals the mother. (laughs) He what's the mother? He steals her. (gasps) Because all all that's because he because he needed a top. All that's left are a pair of frog legs. Oh no. (gasps) Oh no. The trauma. Why did did he leave the legs? That's, that's, a that's a question. That's a question that that Frogman's been wondering about his whole life. <laughs> Frogman has never had an answer. So what did what did Frogman do with his mother's legs? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> For a second, I thought that was the answer, and I was really concerned. Fuck, I don't know. Frogman looked at those legs and looked at that mafia boy walking away, and he said, the fuck did he leave the legs? (laughs) But then he looked in the book of all of the laws, and he saw that it's not illegal to steal a top if you leave the legs. What? And Frogman resolved Mm -hmm. that he would become a frog lawyer instead of a tadpole lawyer. So that he could bring justice to all tops in the area. (laughs) (laughs) Is Frogman? Does Frogman follow in his mother's in his mother's way? Is Frogman a top? Well, I think it's very insensitive to ask if Frogman (laughs) follows. If Frogman follows in his mother's footsteps when she stopped making footsteps a while ago. <laughs> You're yeah, so right. You're so right. I'm a sorry. rude question considering the fact that his mother does not have legs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking. Frog, uh, Frogman turns to Pippin and says, look at my hair. Do you think I'm a bottom? Pippin shrugs. Twig interrupts and goes, yes. 
Very... <laughs> I can see what is what that. does twig what does twig think a bottom means in this context? Twig thinks twig thinks it means just like the bottom of like a shallow pool of water as and it, it they think it's like a very just like relaxing place to take a dip dip and chill out. Uh, twig is asexual. I've decided. Twig doesn't <laughs> understands nothing about what's in this conversation. <laughs> So valid. We love to see that ace representation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ace king. So meanwhile, this pair of legs is just standing there. Right. So as to the detectives <laughs> that she approached, just talk about their trauma and also <laughs> topping. So yeah. did did Frogman tell this whole story to everyone? Yes. And they all had a mass hallucination of that flashback. It really so, freaked me out. This woman who's just legs goes, whoa, that was a crazy mass hallucination that we all just had. But clearly you are familiar with that bizarre loophole in the law that says that it is perfectly legal to take someone without their legs. That's the exact issue that I'm having right now. So what do you want us to do about it? I, I've gone back. I Twig doesn't know what a top or a bottom is, but they're uh, but they've been taught about sex from Pippin using puppets. It was kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> did Did Pippin make the puppets himself? Yeah, he loves to sew. It's one of his skills. I don't want to have an asexual character who knows nothing about sex. They know what sex is. They're aware. Yeah, yeah. I very valid. I, I, for what it's worth, I did not think that you were implying that asexual people don't mm-hmm. know about sex. I thought you were, I thought it <laughs> right, just happened yeah. that maybe this individual asexual person doesn't. So the, this pair of legs, mm-hmm. she mm. says, it really sounds like I'm being objectifying. I'd like to reiterate that she is in fact only <laughs> a, a pair, pair of legs. legs. Mm-hmm. And she says, city watch, you have to help me. I was cursed by an evil wizard who separated me from the top half of my body. Please, find thy top half and bring it back to me. Twig, uh, like, stands up and flips the desk in the process, because they're so big. Uh, <laughs> sticks, out, sticks out their hand to, like, shake her hand and then realize that she, realizes she doesn't have hands and goes, Ma'am, we'll solve this for you. We're the City Watch, and our job is to find tops. <laughs> yeah yeah and and she she says oh thank you city watch thank you i just knew you would find my top thank you <laughs> and do, do you do you all say anything else to her no they're all just letting that sink in for a bit mm-hmm. yeah we need to take a, a minute <laughs> uh frogman uh parentheses brumblecrest uh says do you, do you have any leads as to where this uh, wizard could be? She looks at you, and even though she's only legs... What does she look a... at me with? <laughs> her kneecaps. <laughs> with her kneecaps, yeah. She has, she has like, <laughs> she has, like, googly eyes on her kneecaps. <laughs> she puts it there? <laughs> to, to indicate where her eyes are. <laughs> what the fuck? And she, she can't, she can't actually see through them. Actually, she can't see at all. Because <laughs> um, she, she has no eyes, but in order to make it a little less weird that she's just legs, she put googly eyes on her kneecaps. Um, 
She says, Why, I have no idea. I don't know where he's gone. And I don't know what he did with the top half of my body either. It always is a mystery where the tops go. Frogman nods, parentheses, somber. <laughs> um, but she'll say she can't she can't see your somber nod as all she has are googly eyes. And she says, But I I don't I don't think he took the top half of my body with him. I I don't think he wanted it. I think he just wanted to punish me. For what? I don't know. I don't know where I went wrong. I don't know what I did to offend him. Hmm. Twig pulls out a out a tissue because they think maybe uh, that this per- this leg is uh, having a moment and kind of crying, and they just kind of put it on their legs and goes, "There, there. Tell us more. Who? What? What's your what's your occupation? Why? What? What could have led to this?" Wait, so they don't put the tissue near the googly eyes, they put it on top of her legs? <laughs> on top of the yes, legs? Yes, yes, that is exactly <laughs> what they do. <laughs> she she says, is that, is that a tissue? Twig nods, parentheses, somber. She can't see! She can't see! <laughs> she says, what? What, to wipe the nose I don't have? To wipe the eyes I don't have? Take back your goddamn tissue. And then she kind of like, but she can't give it to you because she doesn't have arms. So she just kind of shakes her hips <laughs> to try to like shake off the tissue. <laughs> and she says, and she says, I'm a merchant, you see. I sell cats. I go around, I go around the city finding the most beautiful cats and catching them and and selling them and one day i was having a lovely drink at the froggy bottom my favorite tavern down the road and this wizard comes up to me presumably an evil wizard so just imagine uh just imagine it's like wizard evil in parentheses mm-hmm. yep this evil wizard comes up to me and says that I've done something wrong and that he needs to get his revenge. And suddenly my top half and my bottom half are separated. Sounds like she may have stolen the wizard's cat. Mm. That's is my headcanon. Is it, is it, does, Pip, does Pippin express this? Yeah, Pippin puts like his ears, no, his hands up as like cat ears. Um, and then shrugs. Uh, let's let's see if everyone else understands. Uh, Pippin, why don't you do a little roll? And let's see if everyone understands what Pippin's trying to say. I got an eight. Not only do do ever does everyone not know what Pippin is trying to communicate. The woman thinks that you're making fun. She can't see, but she can tell that you did something. She can hear the little rustling, and she thinks that you're making fun of her. And she's like, "How?" dare you i came to you for help and you're mocking me you're mocking me when i can't see you because i don't have my top half anymore that that hurts listen listen we're just trying to help you okay so why don't you sit down and shut up (laughs) (laughs) said shut the fuck up Frogman said, we don't want to hear it. She says, look, are you going to help me find my top or not? 
Of course. I want nothing more than to help you find your top and potentially my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then get to it, because every moment I am separated from my precious top is just agony. Do you know how hard it is to be a pair of legs? Because I don't think you do. So please, please help me. Okay, but before we go on our fact-seeking adventure, I just need to make sure I have the story straight, okay? Okay. So a man walks up to you and says, you've been bad and you need to be punished. And you are then left a lonely bottom. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what happened, as a matter of fact. Okay, Frogman's writing this down. (laughs) All right. Lonely bottom, he says as he writes it down. Pippin shrugs as if to say, ain't that just the way? (laughs) Pippin's like, I've been there. (laughs) Thank you for taking this seriously. Uh, what is what what is what is your name? Uh, my name. Oh, you want to know my name? Yeah, I want to know your name. Well, my name is Frogman Brumblecrest Esquire. <laughs> All right, thank you, Frogman Bumblecusp. Bumble what? <laughs> Bumblecusp. Cusp. <laughs> thank you, thank you for taking my case so seriously. Of course. I take everything seriously. This is a noir film. It is? And then, and then it, her, her googly eyes look directly into the camera for one moment. <laughs> Am I the only one who doesn't know we're in a noir film? <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, we got this. And then Pippin's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, all right. What do you do now? Does she have shoes? <laughs> yeah, she's got she's got red high heels. Can I take the high heels on my way out? Well, she's wearing them. <laughs> you're going to swipe them off her feet? She was mean to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so are you you're all leaving? You're you're you're, you're on your way out? Is that is that what I'm gathering? Yeah, Fragment's yes. already left. All right, so Pippin, I would like you to roll readiness to see how dexterous you could be in swiping these shoes off this woman's feet. Okay. I got a natural 20, but I have <gasps> minus two. So is that 18? Uh, yes, but that okay. is still enough to to have a, a success with no consequences. So you dexterously jump in with both hands at the same time, grab the shoes uh, by the heels. So you like, you grab the heels and then it's like a fulcrum. You pull the heels and it tips her legs back. <laughs> and you can hear the googly eyes rattling on her knees. And she goes, and, <laughs> and she falls on her fraction of an ass because her ass has kind of been like, like she only has half of it. Um, damn. The bottom half. Yeah, damn is right. Uh, and she says, curse you, City Watch member that I can't see because I only have googly eyes. (laughs) As you 
run off with those sexy, sexy heels. Do you put them can on? I be, yeah, I was going to say, can I be wearing them while I run? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Um, but but you got to roll readiness again for how well you could run in heels. Oh, God. Okay. I got a 19 minus 2, 17. Oh, hell yeah. Um... So you, Pippin is clearly a practice at this. Pippin has been running all over the place, all, all over the freaking metropolis in heels. Uh, and, and he runs in these guys like a pro. So just for the full image, we have sexy knight chain mail with the chivalrous booty shorts. And now to complete the look, the red heels. Oh, and of course the tiny bowler hat that is too tiny for his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that, the city watch starts on their journey and i think this is the perfect time to take a little break so see you all next week and we'll find out here here are some closing questions uh will anyone tell pippin that his hat is too small will frogman ever be reunited with his mother will twig make a friend who isn't a tree Will this woman who, no one asked for her name. You don't know her name. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Will this woman who no one asked for her name ever be reunited with her top? Find out next week on, what is the title of this adventure? Give it a title right now. Go. Frogman and the gang find tops. (laughs) (laughs) Find out next week on, and we're back in the gritty, gritty, gritty noir world. Frogman and the gang find tops. Finally. (laughs) We gotta find them. They're out there somewhere. (laughs) All right. Tune in next week. Bye. 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 This has been a special episode of The Stench of Adventure in which we played De-Escalation. If you liked the game, it is available for pay what you will at alexequest.itch.io. This episode featured Grace Griego, the producer of StenchPod and the voice of Stella Thomas, as Pippin, E.K. Brickner, who plays various roles and makes art, as Frogman, Claire Yordi, who is our public relations manager, as Twig, and me, Alex Kingsley, the creator of StenchPod, as the GM. It featured my original song, Frogman and the Gang, as well as Hopes by Kevin McLeod. Tune in next week to hear the conclusion of our game. And as always, thanks for listening.